easier to uh, make it easy. <laughs> I don't know. Okay, so hello, beautiful people. Beautiful people. That's that's a good way to start. Anyway,、yeah. uh, I'm Harry. I'm the host for this podcast. Yeah,、uh, I'm D. I'm a, I guess, co-host or whatever you think I am. <laughs> and I'm I'm Alexander Aguilar. I will also be co-hosting this podcast. Yes. And for this week, we're gonna talk about actually safe space. So let's just bounce out ideas. Well,、me? yeah. I mean, so let's kind of start with the definition.、Uh, I、yeah. think that's a good place to start.、Um, yeah. So、um, we don't have any safe space experts in the room. Yeah, yeah, I have no idea what a safe space is actually.、Huh. Let's okay. So, Wikipedia tells us that this term "safe space" refers to places created for individuals who feel marginalized to come together to communicate regarding their experiences with marginalization, most commonly located on university campuses in the Western world. But also workplaces,、um, as in the case of Nokia. Okay, so a safe place is basically a place that people who are marginalized can feel feel safe and able to freely express themselves. Right? I mean, as far as what I get from it. Yeah, I think that I well,、um, whether or not. Yeah. So I let's let, should should do you think this definition is good enough to 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 have a conversation about, or should we expand the definition more? Well, like I I do think this、uh, this definition is kind of pretty well rounded. I mean, it's pretty broad in the yeah. It's also、place. really broad. Like, well, first, what do you mean by safe? Like, do do you mean、uh, to feel without being judged? Yeah. Like- yeah. I think that that's、um, I, I think that pretty in line with our criteria.、Yeah. Their、uh, judgment is、um, is uncomfortable, and、um, well, and it's not it's not like everyone's in the same position. There are especially when we're dealing with、um, marginalized groups.、Yeah. There are it, it's、um, this space is there to. You 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 want the diversity of ideas. You want people who are interested in things. You you want people who are different, right? Because, well, from what I believing is, oh,、uh, like for for centuries, what we do is we always prefer people look like us,、uh, prefer people who think the same as think、us. the same as us. And once you have a con. Not even controversial, but a different opinion on something, you are really easily to be marginalized, and especially when it relates to your identity, right? Yeah. So I mean, like, at what degree, like, do you like, I guess, look, look at judgment and see what is regional judgment? Because I mean, obviously, in a in like, like in a common workplace, you're obviously going to get judged by your work and stuff like that. But、yeah, like how far does this judgment go? Yeah, but I don't think you're being marginalized because you're like, like I feel like、um, when, when we're talking about someone who's marginalized, it's huh. Let's see if we can actually expand this definition.、Um, so you want to click on marginalization? Oh, it's right there. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> okay, so social exclusion or social marginalization 
is the social disadvantage and regulation of Regula- relegation. Relegation, yeah. Uh, to the fringe of the society. Basically outsiders. Yeah. Yeah. So basically, if you're still, like what we talk about, if your ideas, if your identity doesn't align with general public, you are marginalized. You are easily marginalized. It's not like people are going to marginalize you, but like if they do some action towards you, you become marginalized. So marginalization is not an active process. It's kind of a result of people pursuing their own interests and um, leaving out the interests that lie on the margins of, yeah. you know. Well, 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 if you think about this, it could be the society take uh, the general, pu- general public as a whole and ignore the people who does not matter as much. Like, in, well, well, I don't think the does not matter as much is is correct term of saying here. What what I trying to say is, uh, the people who have more contra- more controversial ideas or ideas different than others are easily marginalized if their identity not align with the the large percent of the population. That that um, I was learning something in psychology today um, where they had this um, arbitrary preference test to um, kind of establish a proto-identity with these infants. And um, they presented Cheerios and graham crackers to a child and um, they had the child choose what the preference, um, they had the child choose whichever snack they preferred. And then they had two puppets um, and then, you know, there was an orange puppet and a gray puppet and the orange puppet, um, shared the interest of the child as far as the food snack. And the other one, um, did not, it, it preferred, preferred the other one. So now we have, we have an identity. We have the, the in group, right? We yeah. have the child and the, this orange puppet who share an identity and then mm-hmm. you have the marginal group. You have the the, the graham cracker liking um, puppet, and um, well, they did a they they followed this um, part of the study with um, another study. And again, we're testing infants. So, well, I, I'm not so sure about like how you say it, like choosing crackers or choosing like a puppet. I I don't I don't know what's your point so far because i feel like a lot of a lot of time with when we talk about marginalized people there are like a small percentage of the population right mm-hmm. yeah I think it could also be like a large percentage like depending it, on how you see it like i mean it could be just like a large percentage of people who are just like you know um, i guess like socioeconomically undermined yeah or whatever yeah. It, i mean would that i mean that would that count as marginalized I wouldn't consider that marginalization. Oh, that something I, else. Uh, I well, I, I think I think the the great word for marginalization is suppression, right? If a group is suppressed, mm. I think they are marginalized. It, they definitely need to be. Uh, so, yeah, a social disadvantage is a symptom of a marginalized group. Um, and so this is what a safe space does is it provides a platform for the socially disadvantaged to 
to being able to uh, feel comfortable, express, right? feel comfortable. Yeah, and express themselves. It's very important. It's very important to have a platform um, to express yourself, uh, especially if your ideas are not being represented because of your social status. Um, yeah, but like, do do you think it is something overrated? Do you think we talk about, uh, how you say, it, safe space in our campus? Like, is that overblown in a sense? Because when you really think about it, uh, there are many people, there are a lot of people talking about safe space, especially a lot of marginalized groups, right? But like, do you think it is kind of, I'm not saying it's a, it kind of over overrated in a sense. So could a safe space be overrated? It, it's not the co- could safe space be overrated? It's is safe space a safe space is concept overrated? What do you mean by that? Well, like my I have a I have a, like a like I I derive a lot of things from my personal philosophy, and I do think, and one of my personal philosophy is it's life is suffering, and and uh, the world is a cruel place. So I don't think you can ever escape judgment and judgment and marginalization if you have like a different ideas if you have a different identity the way of to deal with this is to be a power of change instead of to be a to be a person who who express their ideas without being afraid of judgment to be a person who go out and to express yourself no matter if there is other people who can marginalize you or not. Well then, so isn't isn't that what the safe space does? It provides the people with the people who don't normally get to, um, well, so, 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 so people who don't normally get to express themselves that a space to express themselves? Is that what you're trying to say? That that sure. Yeah, we can go from there. Well, I I just like in my personal belief, it's I don't think like I think there's a place for safe space. There's a place for uh, safe space for safe space for people who have like PTSD who are really marginalized. But in general, I think there are kind of a. F- I'm not sure if fashion is a good word, but like a kind of climate that we use safe space to avoid other people attacking our core ideas. Because one thing I learned from a writing class is uh, for every human being, you have a self I- self, uh, self idea and core ideas. Like your core ideas are what make you you, essentially your identity, what you identified with. And, uh, one thing we talk about is usually people get triggered or people get upset when they get attacked by their core idea, when their core idea get attacked. And my point of view is maybe is uh, safe, safe space does prevent those things to happen. 
But a lot of time, people get challenged with your core ideas, as they find in the end they find out it's either they didn't think through, they didn't, or they are not their core idea have some flaw, and safe space can help you avoid those judgment, avoid a, a subjective evaluation on yourself, because you will be like, uh, I don't want to take any judgment. Well, so perhaps safe spaces could be doing um, marginalized groups a disfavor um, in the aspect that they are shielding them from the very struggle, from the very force that's 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 going to allow them to be. Um, that's that's going to get allow them to be to refine the way they think. To, yeah, yeah, to to let other people to find their way they think. Yeah, so ideas. Uh, there are. Two example I might can I think I can share, and the first example is a Japanese American group during World War Two. Like they are really marginalized. If you don't know in the United States, they were like you know like a concent. It's not really concentration camp, but they were all sent to a camp. And the reason why they got sent to a camp, even though they identified themselves as American, is they they wasn't out so much. They think hang out with only Japanese American can make can uh, is something familiar with them. So it's like a safe space for them. But when the World War II came, that they because they didn't express their American idea, they get treated like like Japanese uh, spies or stuff, and you know, and that thing happened. And another thing happened is. Uh, in my high school, there are a lot of international students, which we will have a group of Chinese people who hang out with each other, and a group of Vietnamese, and a group of like other ethnicities, and you will have like uh, American hang out with each other. And I find that there are so much misunderstanding because they wanna have a safe space for themselves, because hang out with the people who share the same ethnicity with me make me feel safe but it creates so much misunderstanding between people hmm. yeah, it's like the prison system you know you think about it like you know how how in prison i mean you would hear about like you i guess uh like the prison being separated into like different cliques like based on you know like where they come from their ethnicity and i think that's the same idea like you know it creates i mean when you're, yeah, I guess when you're creating this safe space, yes, you're protecting them from potential violence, maybe, or it could be like physical or verbal abuse. Well, but, like, like personally, I not, think. But I don't think we're, even though we're providing that space, that space doesn't teach them how to voice, voice their ideas and not be afraid of, you know, other people's people challenge, other people challenging their ideas, and, and I mean, the idea of us. I mean, I think the idea of a school is where, you know, you have ideas from everywhere and everyone is free to, you know, share their ideas. You could, I mean, of course, you need, to be, you, need to, you need to expect your ideas to be challenged too. And, and that's, I mean, I think that's also part of the academic atmosphere, you know, like you have an idea, but you need to be able to stand, you need to be able to at least, you know, understand, be, be confident enough to f fight for your idea and to um, 
be able and, to and also like understand why other people, why some other people are not uh, have a different so perspective. Yeah, yeah, or like people who have a different perspective, like to whatever you're thinking. Yeah, yeah. I feel like it's definitely a skill to learn, and I'm not. Well, I'm not sure how safe space. I think safe space should help people to really understanding those instead of just saying, "Hey, we have a protective space." Because if you think about it, you will never be under the sh the the protection of your parents. So you like college campuses is much more, uh, in a sense, protective of ideas, right? So we have like a protective umbrella for all those different ideas. But as I believe the world is kind of cruel place that you might not have those protections. So you need the proper tool to help yourself and to protect yourself in a sense of this situation to happen to you, which I completely understand the safe space to prevent uh, physical violence, uh, possible physical violence and, uh, and verbal you know, violence in a sense. But like you also have to understand how to do, like what to do if you're in those situations. Yeah, I, well, exactly. So if you're in a situation like where, where, where speech is so deconstructive and so harmful that it's not even worth engaging in, in speech when it isn't, this is, it wouldn't that be a situation where a safe space is appropriate, where you're, you, 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 when you go out and try to express your ideas, you're so marginalized that your ideas are just not accepted people there's um and and that just further marginalizes you that further gives you a reason to not talk to people and well and 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 to not want to have your core ideas challenged i mean who wants their core ideas challenged it, it, it's i i feel like to to challenge someone i mean sometimes my core idea get challenged and it's it's hard it's hard it's definitely hard. It's really hard to admit you are wrong. Like you can take a test and get wrong and you're fine with it, but it's really hard when your core idea get attacked. And then you don't, uh, and then you, it, it, it's hard. It's hard to admit you're wrong. Uh, but up to what you're saying is, yes, in that case, safe space is something really important, but what, I, what I'm trying to say is our political climate might making safe space a less, how you say it, a safe space overrated in a way that are not really doing the job it should do. So, yeah. I, so, yeah, my, my opinion on that, I'm going to have a different take. Um, I think that this is the most appropriate time if ever, to have a safe space um, in the aspect that ideas are so polarizing and um, th there's just so much tension between groups. However, because, like you said, Harry, life is suffering. <laughs> I think that the only way to... I, I think precisely the reason why safe spaces are so attractive is the reason why they are... Um, they should be looked at with skepticism because, uh, because be, although this is protecting ideas and marginalized groups, 
we is that the best if if we really want what's best for these marginalized groups is 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 protecting them what's best i i don't think so i think making them tougher i think yeah exactly if you look at if you look at yeah i think helping them teaching them to joust making them tougher strengthening their core ideas exactly like it's always easier to uh, it's harder to teach someone how to plant like a crop but it's way easier just to give them food absolutely so like i completely agree with you and back but i want to there's a point i want to hit on your conversation is you said that you say the idea is so polarized i completely disagree with that because yes the idea seems polarized it's only a marginal it's only small percentage of people make it po- seem to be polarized I think people share a lot of common ground and a way of, uh, for example, if you say something that might attack my core idea, I think a way of doing this is we find out how, which common ground we're sharing and see how we work through from there. And I feel like a good point for us to do is taking other people's, uh, make sometimes, uh, Maybe not judgment, but like advice and stuff. Like maybe some people will give you, maybe you are say something and attack my core idea, but like, how about I reflect in your shoes and you are at the same time of reflecting my shoes, right? I think that's a way, that's a good, that's a good tool that for, for other people, for us to have, to be able to think from different people's perspective. Like, why they say that? Like, do I really do something wrong? Yeah. And uh, the only way to really verify that the perspective you think you guys are sharing is the perspective that you guys are sharing is to talk about it, is to have a conversation that will challenge core beliefs. Exactly. And and because if I think I know what you're going through and we don't talk, I, there's no way of me verifying that without a conversation, without me asking. Yeah. And constantly educate yourself. Like, uh, we used to have core, there was a, like a really good core Friday. It was about illegal, uh, un- not illegal, but undocumented students. And I feel like that really blowed my mind. That challenged my many ideas of mine. Like, I, I was able to hear what they go through envision if I'm in their shoes, what I would do, you know, like that, like being able to listen to someone's story, being able to sit down, have a conversation without, without yelling at each other. Hmm. It's something we need to learn in this generation. Maybe instead of having a safe space and I'm not, I'm not redesigning this, the, the UC campus. However, um, perhaps it would be more constructive to marginalized groups if instead there was a, instead of a space safe space there was an idea uh, there was there was a space where marginalized groups could educate the public on exactly stances they have and positions they have and we can have a platform it's not a debate but it's a platform to educate the general public about the disadvantages that particular groups 
are experiencing at the present moment. Yeah. Like, which would not be a safe space. I, 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 w- I would think this, th- th- I think that's the initial idea of this podcast. It's a space that each of us can share some ideas, bounce ideas off from each other and able to have sit down conversations and have different opinion and still be fine with it. But while, while we hit, uh, down the road of safe space, uh, I mean, another topic while always to pop up is freedom of speech. And, and while this, this freedom of speech thing, we're not going to go kind of old direction. We kind of only just going to talk about hate speech and free speech. So what's the difference? Well, freedom of speech is you, well, personally, I'm not, I'm not like any political science. So like, I don't know. It's my personal interpretation. So I think uh, hate speech are mine, mine with words that seems with more prejudice, right? With uh, like if some, uh, I, well, how you say it? There are some people who uh, accidentally made hate speech because they were trying to make a joke or stuff like that. But like, well, hate speech in general is something uh, has contains some prejudice and freedom of speech is for now all speech, you have the freedom to speak whatever you want. So, well, because because usually freedom of speech is a criticism for uh, free space, and that's why I bring it up. Okay, yeah, I definitely think this is an appropriate topic in this podcast. Um, <laughs> um, I think my opinion on the relationship between hate speech and free speech is that they are one and the same. I think that free speech precisely protects hate speech um yeah that that and and, with and that kind of ties into having core beliefs challenged because if you have something such as free speech you're allowed to say ignorant things and have those ideas be challenged reformed and developed yeah so for me i think Obviously, there's some uh, hate speech are like over, like how you say, it, too much that they contain racial slurs. They contain words against a certain group that should not be. It doesn't. Sh- it sh- it's not should not be allowed. It's like that's kind of too much for me. It is too much. Well, it, it, well, but I do believe you have the people have the freedom to use those because what my personal belief is if you're silencing, uh, if you, if you, well, I do believe people should use words in the correct manner. But on the other hand, it's like, I feel like if we say you cannot allow, you're not allowed to say that word, you are essentially burning a piece of history. You are essentially burning, uh, I, I'm just using, I, that's what popped in my head, like burning books from Fahrenheit 451. Uh, yeah, because then, because then you're, def- uh, well, so the burning of the books is symbolic of controlling ideas. Yeah, is, yeah, yeah. It's it's to limit, and again, in the in the context of the conversation, it's limiting what we can talk about. You know, it's limiting what could be said. And yes, there are heinous words that are that they elicit very strong emotions and yeah. those are inappropriate in conversation. And 
again, exactly why we need free speech, because these words are inappropriate. And if there's a, once they're uttered, they could be socially corrected. Yeah. But so, so then, well, like, well, like, I, I'm not sure if it's that exactly what I'm thinking. I'm just trying to say, uh, essentially, I want had another thing is free speech does not guarantee it's not a job free card. If you have freedom to say anything you want, but you need to suffer the consequence that Hell, bring you, that brings you. I mean, I, I think, think that's that that's the consequence of free speech. I mean, if you have free speech, everyone else has the free speech to you know well really criticize. What exactly. Or argue against exactly. what your what your what the hate speech is. Yeah, I think yeah. it extends past arguments. Like if you say something where, it, like, for example, uh, claims of racial superiority, that 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 is something where there is no real conversation after that. Like, there's the consequence of making such claims is you don't get to talk anymore. Like, you don't no you get put in a box and. You're not a part of the conversation. Um, and I'm not sure if I follow. Okay, okay. So let me try to expand this. If So there are ideas that... And a, a claim of racial superiority is not a constructive idea. It's not an idea that's going to that's gonna develop into anything. And it's not an idea that needs to be protected. It's, it's an idea... So you mean... So you mean those claims are not under the freedom of speech? You say it's not. So protected. I'm saying that although it's protected by the freedom of speech, mm -hmm. the consequences. It's not what. Uh, okay, it doesn't. It's not a job free card that you you free from the consequences. Yeah. Well, well, I think I think that's what people should get wrong with freedom of speech. Like I don't know what's other people's perspective, but I think freedom of speech. That's, it's not a job free card. You cannot use it to win an argument. You can say, uh, it gives me the freedom of to say that. But whatever those criticizing towards what you previously say is also productive. So like, well, that... So your point, so I think what your point is, is that you can't... Uh, in the aspects of a conversation, if I say something that is protected by freedom of speech, that is. Well, you, what do you mean is whatever you say, uh, if, if, you have, if you say something that might be whatever, over the top, and it also protects my rights to say something back to you, right? Yes. And, and I think... Well, well, I don't think, I think people should be mature and not evaluate the situation, right? If you say something really bad to me, I don't want to say something extremely bad to you that to, uh, that to kind of ev make the whole situation blow up. What people should try to do, well, you, usually those, those are the times of people like really emotional. So like it's hard control, but what, what, what maybe try and maybe next time people accidentally do something like that you can do is to educate them why why what do you say it's not it's not good in the sense so it's it's like you can have criticism toward it's like if you say something really too over the top i can have criticism 
instead of evaluate, instead of blowing up the whole situation? Well, I think a lot of things in in current. What 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 are we doing? What like our, what the society is doing right now? It's basically someone said something really controversial, and then you're like, oh, he said something controversial, so I said same thing towards him, and there's no real conversation there. Yeah, right. It's just a. It's just a buffle of words. It's yeah, yeah. There's no, there's no, there's no real meaningful ideas being exchanged. And again, there's, there's no settling down. And where is our common ground? It's yeah. just I'm throwing grenades and you know, <laughs> try. Yeah, there, that's not a conversation. A conversation is supposed to be um, personally challenging. You know, it's yeah. it's supposed to be uh, if if I'm right. And I'm telling you how I am right, and just you know, that's that's not a conversation. <laughs> it's like a conversation requires humility. I think that's that's definitely um, underrepresented. Um, well, like I feel like that's definitely something we all need to learn because uh, it just it's just a good thing to learn. It's a, it's a good thing to learn it's how to good thing have. to learn how to learn. That's what humility <laughs> is. You know, you can't you can't learn if you already know. And and also like accept you accept a lot of time you're wrong. Or sometimes like some you you will be wrong sometimes while you get challenged. Yeah, and and that's how you are wrong fewer times. That's how you're wrong less in the future. In the future is by being wrong. And, and correcting that absolutely. Yeah. So, what do you talk? What do you think, indeed? Well, oh shit, I'm lost. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah, we kind of go went tangent there. Yeah, a little tangent, but I mean, point like back to your like I guess like what you guys were talking about about like conversation. I mean, yeah, I think. I mean, a conversation is when you when you think about it, a con- like the definition of a conversation is when you have like between a group of people, they're all speaking, they all could speak, they all could listen to each other idea. And mm-hmm. I think when you have statements, like when you only have one way, uh, con- one way statements, like one person talking, the other person might not be listening, might be listening, but it's only a one way thing. Yeah, that's no that. No longer turns to a conversation. That turns to a um, a speech, a or speech, something, yeah. a monologue, a lecture. Like <laughs> you know, like a conversation is not a lecture. Obviously, like I mean, yeah, you could lecture someone during a conversation, but you still go back to having the other person talk back. You know, you you don't just you know. And that's and when you're doing that, that's in a way. I mean, you're suppressing that other person's freedom of speech, right? Plus, yeah, that's that's a really good point. Because you're 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 the only one talking, and you're keeping that other person from talking, right? And that's uh, quick question: Does that person have the urge to talk? I mean, you're they, assuming that person have the urge to talk. Maybe they want to talk, but then they can't really like say anything about it. You know, it's like it's like it's it's like yeah. There, there, there's definitely a turn taking aspect. Yeah, it's like it's yeah. like a shock and awe from like you know like just like the like the the torrent of like just like you know like hate speech and like like fuck you fuck you fuck that you know like <laughs> you know stuff like that's like obviously like I can't 
like when someone says like screw you to me like i don't really have a response for that you it's know it's not a comp yeah there's, yeah that's there's not no a talking after yeah. that really like it's like oh screw you all right we'll have a good day no <laughs> yeah you can't that's like telling someone like you want it like to stop talking to shut the fuck up like that is the least ineffective way yeah. <laughs> because you have no understanding of persuasion and how to how other people think yeah you know yeah they're just like cutting off that flow of knowledge yeah yeah <laughs> well like one thing about head on is for people like me who talks a lot like you really need to learn how to listen <laughs> so yeah that was yeah. something i wanted to add on yeah i think listening is a huge part in 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 what are we talking about the grand scale yeah of yeah, yeah because if you're not listening, you're not able to get feedback on your opinions. And that's kind of our original um, criticism of safe spaces is that they don't allow the refining of ideas. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. Well, keep going. And so, yeah, learning how to listen, that is a definite, um, that is, a huge lifetime skill. Um, if if you guys are curious on how to listen to someone, I can give you some personal tips. <laughs> yeah, some personal tips. Um, what I do when I'm trying to listen to someone is I um, pretend that they're going to say something that's important or useful. <laughs> and I am surprised with how much I learn. Well, I, I feel like one way of uh, make sure you're listening to other people is when you find out you're talking too much, you immediately like uh, going towards the people who less talking in your group, say, hey, what's your idea? You know, uh, and maybe during that time is the time you shut up and listen. And also, like, a good advice for people who usually uh, want you meet people who talk a lot. Uh, don't don't be afraid. Don't be afraid of saying, join the conversation from time to time. It's okay to sound dumb. Yeah, it's definitely. Okay. Well, <laughs> well, I feel like I sound dumb every day. So, <laughs> <laughs> like, like, there's, like, a really good Chinese story. It's about Confucius that he literally asked, like, a musician, like, uh, are you playing the, like, are you, like, it's, it's, it's like a really stupid question, like, how, uh, like, like, how you do this or something like about vibration or something like that. And he literally asked three different musicians playing different instruments. And there was another person came and asked Confucius, why you ask such a dumb question? Uh, won't, won't you be ashamed of it? And he, Confucius say, don't be ashamed to ask. And I think that's that's a good way of uh, not being ignorant. Uh, if no one is ignorant, we don't need safe space because it's safe for everyone, right? But that's not the case. It's not the case. <laughs> but that's the reason if, if you feel like you don't know something, if you feel like you, you don't know something really well, do your research. Ask people, right? Yeah, and I guess that, that, that comes down to like wanting to understand. Um, yeah. Well, we are here to trying to make you wanting to understand something, yeah. right? We are not here. We are not all any expert on safe space, but we are interesting about the topic. 
we can bounce idea off each other. And maybe if you guys find some flaws in our conversation, you can always shoot us. Feel free to leave a comment. Yeah, like like you guys say this is all wrong. Like don't don't even don't blow up the situation, but able to have a concrete argument. It's something really. You were good for critical thinking. <laughs> and, uh, now that we've already uh, broken the fourth wall, I just wanted to thank you guys for Listening. going out of your way to want to 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 refine your ideas. Like yeah. it, it, this is exactly what we're talking about, and therefore, thank like we appreciate this time you're taking <laughs> to listen to what other people they have to say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. exactly. Any last word, D? I mean, and speaking of listening, uh, if you have any suggestions or uh, like any topics you want us to cover in our podcast, feel free to let us know. And I have one more note: is uh, well, a good way to express your ideas or opinion is to vote. So make sure you register to vote. Oh, absolutely! Yes. Yeah, yeah. Your, no vote is a wasted vote. Yes. Yeah, no matter what country you're in, if you're allowed to vote, that is. <laughs> <laughs> Someone is not allowed to vote, but we we won't head that. <laughs> but definitely get out there, vote, be heard, yeah. be heard. Your your voice matters, okay? Yes. Everyone's. It, it is a. Uh, what are we trying to do is create a safe space for everyone to have a conversation. And if you want to, if you want to be on the podcast for an episode or two, you can. And if you. Uh, if you want to challenge our core ideas, that's fine too. Okay, thanks for listening. All right, thank you. Bye-bye. Thank you. Bye-bye. The podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.